Ash. Taryn. Hello. Hello. So um, we started a conversation and then I told you to stop because I wanted to talk about it on the podcast. Literally on our way here. But we were talking about if you're into Lowe's or Home Depot, which I feel there are a lot of these conversations ever. Like Del Taco, Taco Bell. Yeah. And it's very important what you answer. It describes yeah. you. Mm, I agree. I think you're a Lowe's person. I am a Lowe's person. I'm a Home Depot person. You're a Home Depot. Why? Because okay, that's like, what you grew up with? Because Home Depot is like, it's like, it's like you're going in. Like you're going to leave with sawdust in your lungs. <laughs> Where Lowe's like, you might leave with like a beautiful plant and wicker chair. <laughs> and that's why you're Lowe's. I am Lowe's. And I'm Home Depot. I like, I mean, I've been to Home Depot, obviously, but I grew up going, there was a Lowe's like down the street from us. So that's the... That was the one we always went to. Um, and I would go all the time with my dad. And you're right. I would buy plants. Yes, Ash. I'd buy plants. There like, it is. I'm like, there I'm getting is. in. You got to use gloves to approach me. Why are you getting all aggressive? <laughs> like only aggressive people go to Home Depot? Very specific type of person goes to Home Depot, <laughs> and they like to fight. We just our theme song comes in like a hardcore version. It's like, dang, dang. <laughs> and Tara, Taryn is a Del Taco girl. Yeah. I'm a Del Taco girl. Yeah, Taco Bell people. Mm, <laughs> mm, we gotta talk. But I also grew up on Del Taco, so I think same. That's just it has a lot to do with our childhood, as does most things. Especially yeah. since we talk a lot about what are other ones. I wonder what other ones are. I, I will say, though, like, I like most of the places I like, it's because they are they serve Coke and not Pepsi. Uh, Anywhere that serves yeah. Pepsi, I'm usually not a fan of their food. And I don't know if that's related, hmm. but it could be. Uh, probably. Um, but Taco Bell, I got food poisoning super bad there. And then I was like looking up articles and it said that that's like super common. So that kind of like freaked me out. But I'll still, I'll still have a nacho. Yeah, I had. Crunchwrap um, Supreme. I remember going once with friends in like middle school, maybe even elementary school. And I remember seeing, it was like a run down Taco Bell and mm. there was a cockroach there. Ew. And I, I literally didn't go back for years. Like I was like, I, yeah, I'll never you. eat here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Does that have to do with every Taco Bell chain? No. no. Does it have a lot to do with where I grew up? Yes. And they have been remodeling the Taco they Bells. Have, have you seen? Remodeling like, they're Taco like Bells. It up. And I've had Taco Bell since, and Taco Bell is good. Yeah. But all of that being said, I'm a Del Taco girly at heart. What's and, your order? Um, I mean, I don't normally go unless it's breakfast. So 90% of the time it's breakfast burrito. But if not, I just want like a red burrito. Bean, you cheese, love the red, red sauce. Burrito. I love mm-hmm. it simple. And that's my go to. Yeah. yeah. What's yours? I'm either the chicken soft taco combo with fries well done, or if I'm feeling frisky, deluxe chili cheese fry, or if I'm feeling basic. A chili cheese fry. Deluxe I haven't had that fries. in forever. Oh my God, they're so good. Or just a red burrito, but I make it bold, which is where they put French fries and secret sauce inside. <laughs> Taryn so. is the queen of, like today, we went to Starbucks for breakfast and she was like, I want a bacon gouda sandwich toasted open face. <laughs> she goes yes. to Del Taco and she wants fries. Well done. Like all of these things that but you don't think they do, but they do. It makes she it knows, elite. But she knows all the code words for yes. every fast food chain there yes. is. And I'm I like, do. wait, that's a thing? I should make like I should become famous on TikTok for like order cheat sheets. You, you know? a thousand percent should. But open face 
It's because if you want it extra toasted, the bread gets too hard and you can't bite. But sometimes when they just toast it plain, like the eggs are still cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you do open face where they like That's literally the worst open when you order it. a breakfast sandwich and it's cold on the inside. It yeah, no. That's my nightmare. It's like starting oh. my day off so wrong. <laughs> oh, is this a podcast? <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> I love when we start on like tangents. Oh, man. Hi, Taryn. Hello. You have some news. I do have some news. Should you and break you it to have them now? Some news. Should you break it to them now? I have news. Yeah. Should I make it like super dramatic? Yeah. Okay. I've decided I can't live with Ashley anymore. It's been a long time coming. So I am leaving. Yeah. We're not living together. We're not friends. This across the and hallway this is the stuff last was too much. Episode of unsolicited. <laughs> Imagine. Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm moving out. I actually move out um tomorrow. Tomorrow, which we're a little bit ahead, which I'm so proud of us on recording. So I'll have been moved out for like a week, I think, when you guys yeah. hear this. Um, but it just kind of like spiraled and it was really cool because we went to a roomy dinner. Mm-hmm. Ash had mentioned to me like, oh, like, you know, in the future, like I want to live on my own. And she had been talking about that. And then I kind of brought up, oh, I've kind of been wanting to like move back closer to like where my family is and where I'm from. And it just like. I don't know. It just spiraled so beautifully. And like, I've never been a part of a situation where I've moved out. And it was so just like, everyone's cheering for each other. It's like amicable. Like, there's no drama. That's everyone's first question is like, oh, what happened? You know, like, it's just, I think it's like, it feels like a new chapter. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, really excited about it. Um, I'm, I love LA but I'm not meant to live here like I think that's kind of been confirmed like I was living here for you you know what I mean like to hang out with you guys and I love the friendships I've made I love the spots I've found and that's not going to change but just like where I lay my head down (laughs) will be like a more quiet neighborhood type feel so um, I'm so excited I'm like 10 minutes away from my family so I'll get to see like my nephew all the time now and yeah it's great but it's I think I think I'll be sad when it like hits me. Right now I'm just stressed like trying to get everything ready. Yeah, I think right now it's very exciting. It's a very exciting time. Yeah. I love I love changes like this, like healthy positive changes. Um so I think it's easy to get wrapped up in the like excitement and the fun yeah, yeah, yeah. and the how this is all going to be, but I guarantee you like 2 weeks into it I'm going to be like she's gone. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be sitting in my room and I'm going to say something and I'm going to be like, she can't hear me. Yeah. <laughs> this is weird. Yeah. Or like us sending TikToks at night and then being yeah. like, I can't hear her laughing. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. No, it's great. It's great. I'm very excited. I think it's going to be like a fun chapter. I'm actually living with one of my brothers. So like, that's going to be fun. I miss mm. living with boys. Like I'm excited for like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but yeah, it's going to be like different, but nothing's changing like pretty much in every aspect of my life, just like where I'm actually living. So, yeah. yeah. Do Don't you worry, guys, share... the podcast is still going. You're exciting. Here's <laughs> <laughs> the difference. But honestly, might be equally. I'm as excited about my news in as my you opinion, are about this. this is just as important. <laughs> Go I, on, girl. If you have been watching us on YouTube, we have had the worst, the worst tablecloths. Of all time. Can I say something? Ever, Ever since Ashley, we started the podcast. You, you, when you are triggered, you're triggered. And sometimes it'll be something that's like, in my eyes, is something like, I'm like, oh, that's weird. And I'd move on. Yeah. And then 
months later, you're still like, oh, I'm. But I'm once steaming. you're triggered, like you can't get off of it. And Ashley's been triggered about this since day one. Day one, and we've had this podcast for damn near three years yep. now. So <laughs> we have had. If you watch this on YouTube, go back and double check this. We have had fuzzy tablecloths for three years. Fuzzy tablecloths. First of all, who and why ordered fuzzy tablecloths? Honestly, Ashley they was were just they were just blank. No, it was not. That is a seventies vibe that should is, not come back. This is triggered Ash that's in her head twenty four seven. And we just don't vibe. know. We, we think she's so mellow. She's not. She's I hate out it. for blood. I hate it. Every time I'd see our YouTube videos, I'd be like, "What the hell is that?" You just on enjoying the table? life. Ashley's like, <laughs> so uh, you know, I took it upon myself to spend $12 on Amazon because that's all it takes to buy nice okay, but tablecloths. You also waited three years, so my, you put you know yourself what? under no this one's, torture. No one's at fault here. I'm just saying it finally happened. These are very cool. They're very nice. Yeah. Yes, they're fitted. They're sleek. They're black. They're not fuzzy, and it makes me very happy, and that is my update. It's... <laughs> They they are a reflection of Ashley's soul. soul. My heart. Fitted black sleek. <laughs> I am the fuzzy blanket. I am Voldemort, apparently. <laughs> uh, I'm dead. Um, oh. Yeah, so Ash was super excited about that. Yeah, today's day they, one. They're dope. I, I literally looked at Michaela, our producer, and was like, these are going in a drawer yeah, with no a sign that says, Ashley's don't touch. <laughs> We just see all the other podcasts yeah. using them. I yeah. Get pissed. Yeah. I'm like, you um, owe me a dollar fifty. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, so I was tripping out because I was on TikTok and like my for you page, I was like scrolling and then all of a sudden I see our studio and I was like, wait, what? And it was um Noah Beck. Oh. I was like, You're in my seat, sir. You're like, <laughs> like uh, that's my seat. Yeah, I guess they have a podcast here, but I was like, it was so weird seeing like him sitting here with like their cover yeah. art I was yeah. like no that's that's our studio that's our studio what? we're not exclusive <laughs> <laughs> anyways what are we here for should um, we hide should we hide something on the wall behind him that no one sees but us that would be cool just like a, a little sticker or something <laughs> we're like Haha, we're in Promo. your podcast <laughs> yeah, a tiny little sticker of we our should release podcast. a virus into the system so our just cover <laughs> art just flashes i thought even like virus i was like too soon we're still in a pandemic oh no an electronic one i'm sorry it should have specified oh um, shoot dead okay well do you yeah. <laughs> by the way we're unsolicited advice we usually answer stories but apparently we oh, just wanted god. to talk to oh, you guys my god. i never said hi guys welcome back to the podcast yeah. <laughs> i'm ashley that's tara and this is unsolicited advice where you get your daily therapy. Daily. Weekly, weekly therapy. Weekly therapy. Sorry. I I don't say that because, you know, people are always hitting us up like, two a week? I'm like, I can't. You ready for this? I am. Uh, I'm not going to say the title, so let's get, dive right into it. Hello, Taryn and Ashley. My name is E-L-I-S-E. Elise. Elise. Mm-hmm. I love your podcast so much, and we're so grateful for all that you do. Before I get into my story, I want to give my sister, Madeline, a shout-out for the title idea. We love listening to your podcast together whenever I'm home visiting, which I will read the title after. Yeah. 
I was like, well, now um, I'm intrigued. Yeah. <laughs> to start off my story, I recently matched with a cute guy named Quentin on a dating app, and we've been I talking. Love that name. Mm-hmm. Quentin's a great name. Yeah. And we've been talking for a few days. Last night, our conversation turned spiritual, and we started talking about about our relationships with God and other deep religious things like that, which usually I don't like to talk about right away, but it was going really, really well. Also, an important thing to know about our religion is that it's very strict about clean language. I also had a rehearsal last night for a ballroom dance piece that I'm doing with my friend Chandler. But when our rehearsal ended, Chandler offered another one of our friends a ride home and not me. I was so annoyed because it was six degrees outside, windy, snowy, and a half mile walk home uphill for me. <laughs> that sounds like so, yeah, those back those parent day. stories. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I walked to school in the rain yes, and the snow uphill, uphill without shoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she continues. I'm also about to start my period, and I was tired from the day, so I was being very dramatic. And I texted my roommate, and I began ranting to her about this dumb boy who didn't even think about offering me a ride. So I type out this long message about it and send it and then immediately after send another message saying boys ain't shit in quotes is what she put. Well, unfortunately, I sent that to the sweet boy Quentin who I had been texting from the dating app instead of my roommate. So in the middle of our super deep religious conversation, (laughs) where again, reminder, their religion says no cursing. (laughs) He gets a super salty message out of nowhere about another guy. Followed by boys ain't shit. (laughs) I didn't even realize I'd sent it until he responded. Wait, what? I feel like I'm missing the first part of the conversation. Ha ha ha. That's exactly what he said. And I was positively mortified. She writes in all caps and dying of laughter at the same time thinking this guy is never going to want to go out with me or associate with me after seeing my savage side when we've only been talking for a few weeks. Fortunately, he didn't run for the hills, and now we're going out tomorrow night. <laughs> nice. Nice. R.I.P. my sweet, innocent first impression. <laughs> <laughs> um, her title was Tearing It Up, Cursing Boys, Cursing Texting, Cursing Texting the Wrong Boy. <laughs> Pick one. Pick Whichever one. one. Yeah. All three. Um, Dang. I have, we've, ta- we've had stories similar to that on the podcast where people have accidentally texted the wrong person, mm-hmm. and that feeling, that sinking feeling that hits when you realize what you've done is the worst feeling on the planet terrible i have done there's two big ones that i've i've done and both times i I, i'm shocked i didn't throw up i thought for sure i was gonna throw up i helped you get out of one didn't i I you helped Wait, me. Wait, wasn't it the one where you screenshot a picture of him and sent it to him? And so I told you to just be like, I forgot about that. I love the shirt, like or looking I forgot fly about or something. I've done it three times. <laughs> <laughs> one more. <laughs> um, and but okay, that was a good. That was good way to get out. Was a really you good were, Ashley walks in and I thought, I'm not joking, I thought she got a phone call that someone died. Yeah. And she shows me her phone and I'm like, what? And she had screenshot. A, a picture of this guy's Instagram yes. to send because she was like, oh my God, he looks so, so cute. Yeah. So she was trying to send it, but she sent it to him. Yeah. So then I was like, oh, easy. Like, just be like, oh my God, this shirt is so cool. Or be yeah. like, oh, okay, I see you. Or like, whatever. And you played it off like so well. So I mean, there is something to be said about having like an outsider's perspective in a moment of pure crisis. Yeah, cause I because like, oh, this I was like, oh, no big deal. immediately was like spiraling and I was like, there's it's no over. getting out of this. It's, it's done. done. It's over. I need, you know, I'm mortified. I'm just going to moonwalk out of the room and never see him again. Yep. And Taryn was like, oh, this is an easy fix. Yeah. 
Guys, get yourself a Taryn. You know, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. I I really feel like I could see myself starting like some type of service that's either like a crisis send hotline. Me, send me your dating app and I'll tell you what you need to change or like send yeah. me a conversation. I'll help you with things to say. Taryn, like, do I'm it. so good at that stuff. Do that on TikTok. With myself? Nah. <laughs> but like, that's funny. I know I should. You should do that on I TikTok. Um, that's great. Uh, I'm glad that you got that out of the way. You know, I think we all need to show our all sides <laughs> right early because the thing is, is like by the time you get attached to someone, if that's when you see a side of them, like that's so much more traumatic than just being like, let's freaking duke it out now. Yeah. Here's where I'm at. This is yeah. how I get when I get angry, like whatever. Yeah. But also like the whole like. What ha- what had what happened after? I'm sure, like once you told the guy exactly what happened and where that conversation came from, I'm sure he laughed and thought it was yeah. really funny. Yeah. So I don't even think it's like you lost your like innocent mystery whatever. Yeah. I think it's like, I think personally, I more find real. I find that more intriguing than the fake. Yeah, exactly. You know, the show. Yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Book of the Month. If you guys have not heard of Book of the Month, where have you been hiding? Me and Ash are both on the journey of trying to be readers. She's definitely there. I'm on my baby steps way there. So obviously we were so pumped to partner with Book of the Month because their mission is to help readers discover new books they love and to promote the work of emerging authors. And guys, they literally make it so easy to decide which book to read next. Each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles. They pick the five to seven of the best new books for you to choose from. All the books are good, so you cannot go wrong. And they offer great prices on new release hardcover fiction, much cheaper than other options. Shipping is always free and it's super fun. Books are delivered in a bright blue box. A fun app to pick your book and track reading process is available. And they have reading challenges with rewards. 
My December read was so epic. It was called Butcher and Blackbird. And let me just read the little sentence they give you that totally sold me. Serial killers need love too. Don't take our word for it. Read this biting, steamy, and edgy murderers to lovers tale. Like, come on. Like, it totally sold me. If you guys would like to check out Book of the Month, just head on over to bookofthemonth.com to pick a book and join Book of the Month. For a limited time, you can join and get the first book for just $5. Just use code unsolicited. Again, that's bookofthemonth.com, code unsolicited. Happy reading. Um, okay, I'm going to jump we? into my story. Um, you know, the title says it all, but I'm okay with it because there's no shock factor to this one. Mm. Um, well, it's shocking, but like not like that, you know. I'm not in my friend's wedding because of my ex. Oh, Yeah. Hey, Taryn and Ashley. <laughs> my name is Shelby. I'm 22 years old and I'm at Enneagram 2 Wing 3. Hi. Hello. Me. <laughs> and I'm absolutely obsessed with your podcast. I'm on the road quite a bit for my job. I'm an adoption social worker that works with children and families, which oh, I love that is that. so beautiful. It's a great job. Hats off to you. I think, I think what I've noticed even with with my job, like when when you say you work with children, people tend to be like, oh, how fun. Like, oh, you just like color and talk about like rainbows all day and like whatever. Mm. But especially fields, um, you know, like I do like early intervention or like adoption and like all that stuff. Like there's so much heaviness that comes with that part of it you know yeah and especially like you don't know the situations the kids came from and so sometimes it's a very like heavy field and you go home with a lot of that stress but people don't tend to like check on you and be like are you good because they're like oh you work with kids you just like (laughs) throw blocks at each other all day you know what I mean yeah so I have so much respect for you and what you do um she continues, your podcast is always on. You two truly brighten my days, and I know you're doing the same for others, too. So sweet. Okay, let's get into it. One of my really good friends, let's call her Jenna, recently got engaged. I'm so excited for her. He's absolutely amazing, and they are each other's compliment. I've known both Jenna and her fiance for almost seven years. That's a long time. Mm. And Jenna had talked about me being one of her bridesmaids pre-engagement. Here's where things get sticky. Her fiance is best friends with the ex. Yes. And my ex is now officially the best man in their wedding. We are not recently broken up. It's been about two years since we split. But my ex has immature tendencies and he definitely knows how to hold a grudge. And she put in parentheses, I broke up with him. Jenna reached out to me and said, because of this, she's worried about how he'll act on the day of their wedding if I'm in it and doesn't want that to impact me or her day. So I'm not a bridesmaid. I totally understand where she's coming from. It's her wedding day and I don't want her to deal with unnecessary drama, but I'm so disappointed because I was so excited to be a part of her day with her. I'm still invited to things bridesmaids go to, like the dress try-ons and bachelorette party, so I'm trying to focus on that and enjoy those things, but I'm still having a hard time knowing my ex is the reason I'm not in Jenna's wedding. So my question is this. 
how do I stay positive and continue to support my friend without letting my feelings impact things? This is her wedding day, and I don't want to make this about me. But the fact is, my ex is still impacting my life. Love, Shelby. Ooh. This is... (sighs) A sticky situation. It's quite and the pickle. I love this because, like, we haven't talked about this before. Yeah. Uh, I feel. I feel like with stuff like this, what's what what's hard for the bride is like there is no conversation. The three you of them could have very easily, I feel like, had a conversation and been like, "Listen, well, we set everything aside for every wedding thing, and we'll be fine." Mm-hmm. And I feel like if the bride heard that, she would have probably been like, okay. I think the problem is the ex is not capable of that mature conversation is what I'm guessing. That's what I'm reading. But this is the thing that sucks. I feel like the people who are the dramatic people tend to get their way. Mm-hmm. And then the people who are mature and like good people it's like, I don't want to pick this battle, and I know you're a bigger, better person, so, so I know you'll be okay. You. Yeah. And it always is So he is gets them. to be in the wedding, and she yeah. doesn't. Yeah. And I've been on the receiving end of that for sure, and it's so frustrating because you're like, okay, just because I'm nice <laughs> doesn't mean that like I don't have feelings, and I don't want to be a part of certain things, too. Like. Yeah. It's it's really hard to like lay down and take it on the chin like over and over again when you're like... What like I don't want to have to be dramatic to like get a say in things, but yeah. like it's frustrating. Yeah, and ugh, this is just I actually so I actually was in a wedding where my my ex best friend who was a guy was on the other side. We hadn't talked since we had like our huge blow up. So I, being me and who's always like trying to think of like the best way to handle everything, I pull him aside. When I saw him, I was like, hey, can I talk to you for a second? And I was like, hey, I know things are weird, but like, you know, this day is about about so-and-so. And and I just want to make sure like we're cool and we can just like set it aside to like be there for them. He answered in such a hurtful way, was so like petty. And like I I felt like I just got basically like slapped in the face for like trying to say that. Yeah. And I remember like being like. Oh my gosh. And I had just got my makeup done, but I started crying because like I cry when things hurt <laughs> and I was hiding in the closet, like literally sitting on the floor in the, in the closet with like tissues trying not to cry. And the bride walks in and she's like, what happened? And I was like, nothing, like nothing. We'll yeah. talk about this another day. And it was funny because when I did talk to her, she was so upset that yeah. that had happened. But I was like, this isn't about you. Yeah. And that's what's so frustrating about this is like, that the ex can't just, like, put it aside for, like, a second. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But also, I think it's a little bit of, like, just guessing he's going to act that way. Like, what if he is mature enough? Yeah. Well, that's what I meant is, like, I feel I feel like as if... I feel like it wouldn't be selfish to be like, can we at least talk about this? Oh, yeah. Like, so for her to say to the bride, like, I get it and I will totally respect I that. I support. But could... What if, like, me and him meet up and talk and we come up with an understanding? Yeah. Like, what What if there was oh, a conversation it. Okay. where it was like, listen, I hate you. You hate me. It's fine. But we're going to play nice 
for the wedding. Yeah. Then we don't have to see each other ever again or talk to each other ever again, but we are doing this for them. Can we come like to an agreement on that? I feel like if the bride heard that, it would, it, me personally, I'd be like, oh, interesting. And then I'd probably add like a little, little, you know, stipulation. Like if I saw something, I had a safe word that I could use and I'd be like, crayon, you're out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You're out. Like, (laughs) listen, I saw, I saw that. I saw that. Strike one. Yeah. It happens again. I'm kicking you out. And you, you understood like there was an agreement. Yeah. But I'm curious too because I mean, if you're going to all the things, it's not like she's going to not invite you to like the rehearsal dinner and stuff like that. Yeah. But I'm like, how much interaction so do why? the wedding parties really have besides pictures? Yeah. But it's like, then just don't put them together. Yeah. Yeah, it is it is interesting. Like if she's invited to all the things and she's yeah. gonna see him anyways. Yeah. She just got stripped of the title. So I'm wondering if it's just more in Unless her head. That was an excuse. Yeah. 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 It could be. Or like the ex was just super dramatic with his guy, and then the guy told her, like, hey, could I be. don't want this to be either way. It Lots feels of a little, it feels a tiny bit fishy, but also I can see it happening. But I will say with weddings, at the end of the day, it's not your day. Yeah. And I've had to swallow a lot of pills in weddings because I'm living the plot of 27 dresses. Um, <laughs> and it's, I think if you keep yourself in that frame set of, in that mind, mindset, what is wrong with me today? Um, it'll help a lot. Be there when you can. Like, have fun when you can. But at the end of the day, like, it's it's not your day. And I don't think... You should give your ex that power either. Like, just be like, this is unfortunate, but like, I'm going to make the best of it and move on. Also, can we just talk about the con that comes with being in the bridesmaid party? You usually have to wear the dress. Yeah, just looks so hot. I was going to. Exactly. Did I pick up what you were throwing down? Pick out the sexiest, (laughs) Uh not sluttiest. Oh, yeah. Because it's a wedding. Let's keep it classy. Pick out the sexiest, most flattering dress and show up. Yep. Show yep. the fork up, hair yep. done, makeup done, heels, do the whole shebang, and you will stand out from everyone else. And yeah. this is just my shallow self talking. That's a thousand percent what I would do. Yeah. And it demand attention in the most subtle way. Yeah. <laughs> Make up a dance routine or something. <laughs> Walk yeah. in the room, all eyes on you. And you know what's funny is at the end of the day, weddings, like, it's just a wedding. And there's yes. so many friendships that, like, end because of weddings and there's so many people that like look back and are, I've had so many people that are like oh I wish I would have like had you in the wedding instead of so and so and it's like at the end of the day like there's always stuff that would have been different that's why you just need to make the most of the day yeah. be super present when you're with her but that day is about her so whatever's going to make it easier even if it sucks like just just be like the bigger person and act like you're totally unfazed. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's like the best re- revenge you can have for that. thousand percent. You got this, though. Send us pics of your hot outfit. Yes, please. <laughs> I like genuinely want to tag me. We'll repost it. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, everyone. It's Taryn. And Ashley. From Unsolicited Advice. And if you want to listen to our show without ads, you can now. 
Just go to unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com. Hey guys, it's Cheyenne Davis. You may know me from MTV's Teen Mom OG or Think Loud Crew podcast. I'm here with my dad, Papa Floyd, to tell you about our new podcast, Unfiltered Kitchen. The kitchen is the hub of the household for many of us. The one-stop shop for conversations both big and small. Cheyenne and I have been having open conversations about all aspects of life in our kitchen since well before she was able to see over the counter. And now we're inviting you into our own kitchen as a part of the family. Unfiltered Kitchen is a two-way street. I share my advice on cocktails, cooking, parenting, and the lessons I've learned. And I inform my dad what it's like to raise kids today, how generational barriers affect us, and the joys of being a daughter. Well, your daughter. Get ready for a whole lot of unfiltered advice. You can take it or leave it, but you're never going to leave this table feeling hungry for more. Listen to Unfiltered Kitchen wherever you get your podcasts. Um, Okay, moving on to my story. Uh, This one is titled Anonymous, Please. How do I feel better about being the single one? Me. (laughs) You don't. (laughs) Accept uh, your misery. Let's roll right past that. (laughs) Accept it. You're alone. She writes, hi, girls. I love you both and all that you do. This pod truly makes my week start off on a good note every single time. I would love to remain anonymous, but I am 28 years old and an Enneagram 9. Ouch. We have very similar personalities. (laughs) Currently, I'm struggling quite a bit with being the single one in my friend group. Mm -hmm. My sister just got engaged. Three of my closest friends are married. And almost all of my closest friends are engaged or in a serious relationship. This is out of several friend groups. Oof. One of my best friends is also my roommate. She's single but has a serious friends with benefits situation who she wants to hang out with but then wants me to leave the apartment so they can hook up. It just feels like I can't go anywhere and not be a third wheel or not be talking about relationships. Don't even get me started on how pushy my mom is for me to date. People Mm. tell me I should just go out there on apps and and date people. But I just feel like my self-confidence is pretty low right now. If I've been single for a long time, maybe there's a reason. Hey. I feel embarrassed that I'm so old and have never had a relationship. (laughs) I just can't help but feel bummed about it all. But I don't even know what I want. The Mm. idea of putting myself out there sounds absolutely terrifying maybe i should just get a milkshake so i can bring all of the boys to my yard (laughs) (laughs) any tips and helpful tricks would be much appreciated about being single and also just about dating in general thank you so much for listening i hope you had a great week love always anonymous First of all, I felt well, attacked. Damn. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> there is no, ugh. I hate, I hate that stigma more than anything. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I definitely feel like I participated in it when I was younger. Um, my relationship, I was in a relationship for like four years and we broke up when I was like around 
24 or something. Mm -hmm. But I literally was like ready to get married. And when we broke up, I was like, this is so embarrassing that I'm going to be 25 and I'm not married. Like that was like what I grew up thinking. Like by that age, you're married, you know? I think where we grew up, it was also very common to yeah, get like married my mom younger. Had also, me by like, the time she was twenty five, our generation, I think, grew up with a lot of people getting married younger. Also, like we grew up in the church, where a lot of people get married younger. Yes, so those are like very, very prominent, big, yeah. prominent things in our lives that caused us to think that way. Yeah, but I, I feel like it's so hard because I think if that pressure was taken off, mm-hmm. like you would be so happy because it was like, yeah, like I think there's times of loneliness and like we all experience that, but it's that, it's that fear of going to events because you know, they're going to be like, Oh, are you dating? That's always the first question. Mm -hmm. It's that fear of like the pressure that comes from like outside sources, like parents or whatever. And I just wonder like if, if that wasn't this like expectation like what life would be like, you know yeah. what I mean? Because when I'm left alone just with myself, I'm enjoying my life and I'm so happy. But it's when those pressures start to come up or conversations about stuff that I'm like. That feel judgmental. Yeah, then I get this panicky sense. But I think if you go into relationships with that, you're doomed because you're just going to accept anything at that point, you know? Yeah. Um. So I, I'm, I'm currently in a relationship. Yeah, she is. But... I was single. I had a, I broke up with my last, my last like serious relationship. I broke, it ended when I was 25. Yeah. I'm now 32. I was single for a very, very, very long time. But you dated. I I would date, but I never had any relationships. I would date casually. I'd go out with people, um, mostly because I just love dating and I love people Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I love good food and I love conversation over good food. Um, so I would go out and I would do stuff, but I never had a relationship. So every holiday, every wedding, every party, um, I always went by myself. Mm-hmm. And I would agree with Taryn. I never felt any sort of way about it. I knew that there were things I wanted to do before getting married. I knew, I, and this is just my type of personality, there was a financial goal I wanted to meet before I was in a relationship. Yeah. There was a health goal I wanted to meet before I was in a relationship. There was like tons of things that I wanted in off. my life yeah. before I started something serious because I had, in my last relationships, I just felt like I was just kind of winging it and kind of yeah, going yeah, for yeah. it. And I wanted to put myself first and I wanted to finish school and I wanted to do a bunch of things before I dove into another relationship. And I never felt any type of way about it until holidays. When family members or friends or I'd go to weddings and people would be like, are you seeing anyone? And I'd be like, nope, but my career is booming. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and Seriously. Like people, I, 90% of the time I started making jokes about it and I'd be like, no, but do you want to ask me about my job? Oh, me too. And yeah. then the second they'd be like, oh yeah. Like, I don't think a lot of people, and I mean this in the nicest way. I mean this in the nicest way. Uh oh. I don't think a lot of people see outside of the relationship that they're in. Oh, yeah. So they expect that's all they know to talk about. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. But when you are in the, you know, small 10% of your friend group. (laughs) Yeah. Or only friend in the friend group um, who's not in a relationship. I do think there comes a responsibility on you also to kind of educate your friends. Yeah. And say, hey, 
I know I'm single. You don't have to bring it back to my attention. How about we turn the conversation to something that I'm doing really good at? Yeah. And I found that people at weddings, family members, whatever, the second I'd be like, nope, still super single, I'd always make a joke and say, hey, tell your hot friends that I'm, tell your hot guy friends that I'm single. And then I'd turn the conversation on to work. Yeah. Because that's what I was excelling at. And once I made that shift, they followed a long suit, no problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I'm here to tell you after reading everything about this is what I think is so sexy about anyone is confidence. And so taking that singleness and owning it and then also being able to turn the conversation onto something that you excel at so that you're able to actually boost yourself in that conversation is one, sexy as hell. And two, I think it's going to do a lot for you. You don't yeah. have to sit there and take these awkward conversations where people don't know what to say, so they ask about your relationship. Maybe don't even let it go that way. Yeah. You know, take ownership of the conversation. Like if you're going into a wedding, I would hype myself up. I'd be like, I'm gonna talk about this, 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 this. They might mention a relationship and I'd be like, No, I'm single, tell your friends, ha ha ha. Anyways, back to, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then I don't know. I feel like that'll pump you up so much and it gives you control over the situation. Yeah. Well, and she mentioned, like, the problem is, like, her friends, like, when they're hanging out, they're only talking about guys. Mm -hmm. So I think that's something, too. And I know as a nine, this is hard for you. But I would just say, like, hey, like, I love, obviously, I want to hear about everything to do with, like, your relationships and your guys. And I know that that's, like, a big piece of your life. But I would love if, like, I miss talking about, like, stupid stuff or, like, TV shows or whatever. And sometimes I feel like I don't have anything to contribute. So you could always, like, share that. Or, like Ash is saying, in any kind of situation, like, don't be afraid to interject and to also say, like, oh, oh, my God. So, like, the craziest thing happened today and start talking about it. Yeah. Instead of waiting for someone to do something, do it yourself. Yeah, most human beings will continue in the conversation and not be like, oh, that's crazy. Well, my boyfriend, like, you know what I mean? Like, most people. Yeah, it's like anytime I go and hang out with a group of moms, like, because I'm in a very similar situation to Anonymous. I have a lot of friends that have kids now, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of friends that are married. And anytime I go with friends that have kids... All they talk about are their kids. Like breastfeeding. And- All they talk about are their husbands, yeah. their houses, and their children. And I can't relate to any of that. So and I'm over here talking about work. Yeah. And like a brand sponsorship that I'm working on. And we could not like be in different parts of our yeah. lives, you know? You yeah. have to find ways to change the conversation yourself. Because if you're going to walk into a group of moms, they're going to be yeah. talking about their kids, you know? Fully. So you have to find your, yeah. your, your footing in that. Also, too, like, I think you need to be willing to, like, speak up if you're feeling like you need more time. Like, even, like, me and Ash had a conversation the other day where I was like, dude, I don't see you ever. And it's like, when people get in relationships, like, you get in that, like, fun phase where you just want to be with that person all the time. And, Mm -hmm. like, you're giddy and you're swept up. And, like, that's normal. And I I will probably be the same way when I get in a relationship. But, like, you're wrapped in that, and I had to go and be like, hey, from my perspective, like, I miss you. Yeah. And then, like, you were able to be like, dang, you're right. Oh, my God, I'm sorry. Let's schedule something. Yeah. But none of that would have changed if I didn't speak up and say, like, hey, I just need some, like, time. Yeah. So, like, if you're in... I guarantee you have friends in new relationships, friends in old relationships. They're constantly going on double dates, which can feel like 
super isolating. So I think that's when you need to just like speak up and be like, hey, I'm so happy for you. Like, it's not that, but like, I like I would love for us to schedule some time or like maybe like I'll come like or whatever it is. But if you don't speak up, then you can't expect there to be change, especially when someone's not in a place in their life where they're like paying attention to that. You know what I mean? I I think it's always a good reminder to know that people can't read your mind and they can't read how you're feeling necessarily, especially if you're not voicing how you're feeling. Yeah. So it is so apparent. (laughs) It is so important to take control of that conversation and to voice how you feel so that your friends who obviously care about you if if they're your friend so they can know where you're at and then be able to adjust accordingly but on the flip side too like some people get into certain things of their life and they just lose sight of like people who aren't in their same circle so if that's the case then like you need to start looking for friends who are going to give as much effort to you that like you give to them. And and if that means finding new friendships, it doesn't have to mean that anything's, like, dramatic. But, like, find people who are, like, feeding into you. And if that's not your current friend group, then that's fine, you know? Yeah. So I think it's just you need to find what's best for you. But there is a danger of if it continues and you're not speaking up and you're not being heard and all this stuff, like, it turns into, like, bitterness and resentment, which is hard to come back from. So... I feel like you just need to kind of step in and like figure it out. Yeah. Also, you mentioned dating and needing advice on that. The only thing I would say is, again, the whole like six years that I was single, um, I think you need to sit down with yourself and kind of realize where you're at. Do you want to date or do you not want to date? Are you looking for a serious relationship or no? Because 90% of the time that I was single, I wasn't really looking for a guy. At all. I was really focused on work and I was good with that. So that helped me going into conversations because I was like, no, I'm I'm happy single and I'm going to prove to these people and help them see that it's okay to be single. It kind of became like a fun job for me. Yeah, (laughs) I felt like. Um, But if it's something that you want, then you can also turn those conversations into like, no, I'm single, but I'm looking, you know, like maybe you, if you know anyone like set me up or something like that. I can't find one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's like literally what I say. I'm like, no, I want one. I just can't find one that I actually like. Yeah. So I would say like step one, sit down with yourself. Do you want to be dating or do you not want to be dating? If you don't own it. Yeah. Just own it. Stop being ashamed of it. Stop thinking that you're like unhealthy. The shame, own yeah. It. You're single and that's yep. fine. And 28 is not old. <laughs> no, I was going to say, so, like, no, it sounds, it sounds like you have such a negative view of it. So, yeah. so to me, that says that you want it because you're embarrassed that you don't have it. Mm. So, like Ash is saying, strip out, like, not anyone's pressure, just how you're feeling, but also realizing, like, for me, I don't date because I give my heart away too easily. So I'm very selective about who gets my heart, which means like these guys come and I'm like, nah, like it's not it. So when I do finally date someone and get married, like no one in my life is going to question if they're meant for me because of how picky I am with like this process. Mm -hmm. So that was what I chose. And I know like, you know, I see friends that got married super quick and young and 
now are in these relationships where they're like, what did I do? Like they're questioning things. So it's like, there's no grass is green. Like it's always grass is greener. Like you don't, everyone's dating situation is so specific to them. So stop comparing yourself to everybody. Just find like you and what works for you. But also there is no age. Like there's no like that is so like stupid. So stop looking at that and just focus on like where you're at. And like Ash is saying like where you want to be. Sit down with yourself. Figure that out. On whichever side you and you find yourself on. And then I think take the time to either educate people about how singleness is sexy and Mm -hmm. focusing on yourself and prioritizing yourself is sexy. Um, And yeah, then when you are ready to date, you can dive into it because you lived out your full single life. But um, it should make you feel better that, I mean, me and Asher's super cool and like hot and stuff. And hello. like, we're obviously. <laughs> Did you hear me correct? We're, we're I'm, I'm still single. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a great conversation to have. And I feel like, honestly, if you want to be like very low key and, and maybe non confrontational nine about it, just send this episode to your friends. <laughs> Dang. Okay. Just have, if you are her friend. And then just play this podcast. I have a message for you if you are her friend. Support her. You need to stop focusing on yourself. Look into your friend and give her moments. Like share your excitement, but then be very intentional to ask her, hey, what's going on in your life? Like honestly, one of the best things like we started doing as roommates is like talking about our highs and lows because that can be interpreted as anything, but it also gives every single person a chance to input what is going on in their life. Yeah. And it's hard because like we work in separate circles. Like I want to come home and share about my work. They really don't care. Like not in a bad way, but like working with kids, you're like, what? They did what? What are kids? It makes no sense. (laughs) What are kids? So it's like, but that was my time to like share things that, and it was intentional. So it's just, if you're her friends listening to this, you need to give her those times. And even if you're wrapped up in your own life, like just ask her some questions like, hey, what's going on in, at work? What's going on here? And be aware when you're just wrapped up in that and save that for when you're with your friends and relationships. Like yeah. give this girl your time and attention. Yeah. Read the room. Ugh. Just kidding. Read the mother. Not better. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> thanks for writing in, anonymous. Yeah, that was <laughs> great. Karen and I related a lot. All of this to, to say, that. you need to like walk outside with your head held high. Like, yeah. posture up, chin up. There's nothing wrong with being single. It's Mm-mm. a powerful place to be, mm-hmm. and walk in that. Don't be ashamed of that. Yeah. Also, you are not alone. I feel like we are in a very we are in an ever-changing world where being single longer is becoming more of the norm so in a weird way like your friend it might not feel like it but your friends are actually kind of the odd ones is like oh you are in a a relationship that's awesome because like a lot of people are waiting till a lot older to start seriously and getting in serious relationships one more thing to your friends your relationship i'm sure it's great congratulations but (laughs) it might not last forever and it is very it's very selfish of you to think like i'm gonna neglect friendships and then come back when like i need them and expect them to be there so keep that in mind too like you a relationship is as strong as what you put into it so she's the only one putting in effort and she's starting to feel neglected and like no one cares about her life you should perk up and be like, oh, shoot, I need to pay attention to my friend. So just remember, just remember. (laughs) 
That's all I'm saying. I've been staring dead into the camera. Taryn I'm told you. her friends are listening. You heard it here. <laughs> Anyways, but but congratulations. <laughs> on your but we're so happy for you. I am really happy for you. That Please sounded aggressive. <laughs> it sounded aggressive, but like I didn't mean it aggressively. I meant more just like your friend needs you. Your you know. Need- yes, hundred percent. Thank you, anonymous, for writing in. You are not alone. A thousand. Thousands and thousands of people related to your story, including Taryn and I. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, thank you so much for writing in. Okay. Guys, if you have been sitting on a story that you want to share or you have something, a sticky situation that you need advice on, please take this moment to stop what you're doing and write us a story. We want all the details. Um, If you have any funny stories, serious stories, if you are also struggling with relationships right now, you're not alone, and we would yeah. love to hear that story and talk about it on the podcast. Oh, my God, yes. We love you all so much. Um, I feel like I've had, like, a couple people recently come up to me and be like, oh, my gosh, I love your podcast. And it just, like, makes me so happy because... Oh, my God. Oh, yes. No, continue. But <laughs> I'm going to say I think something that's also. It. I think it just puts, like, faces to... Like who I'm talking to. Like it makes me so excited to talk because I, I'm like, I'm talking to people. Yeah. Not that I quite, you know what I mean? Does yeah. this make sense? Okay. No, I, 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 I hear I hear, I hear you. Thank you. Thank I you. I hear you. Um, so a week ago, almost a week, a little over a week ago, eight days ago, I was in, Co- <laughs> so specific. I was in Colorado uh, with some friends. My boyfriend um, is from Colorado. So I was out there with his friends at a brewery because he had a present he wanted to give to his friends. So we like met up with him there. I'm like, hey, next round of beers on me. So I go in to order a bunch of drinks. And a girl, this girl at the counter is like, are you Ashley Nicole? And I was like, I am. And I just, she was so sweet. She listened to the podcast. So first of all, shout out to you. Yes. Um, she had the cutest nails on and was hilarious and gave me her own version of a tearing it up. She had slipped on black ice and broke all of her nails. All of her yeah. nails. Yeah. Every single one. I should have. I was. There was a lot going on. I should have sat down and like gotten the full story. Ow. But I just wanted to say hi. She gave me Hello. my whole round of drinks for free. So thank oh you so gosh. much for that. And um, I completely forgot until now. So that, that, yeah. that was super sweet of her. And I can't remember her name. Allie Allison. Something like That's that. Her. She but knows. Shout out she to knows. you. You know who you are. You know who you are. You know who you are. No, I love it. If you guys ever see us. Come say hi. Yeah, please. It made me so happy. Yeah, it makes me made so happy because I'm like, okay, now I picture your face when I'm talking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Um, before we end, you know, follow us on all the things, all the socials, especially Instagram, Instagram. TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, the tube, the podcasts, the podcasts, apps, apps. Okay. Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Um, okay, ready for this? Yeah. I feel like you're going to wrap hate, it up. You're going to hate this. What do you call a fish wearing a bow tie? Bow tie. There we go. There's there's Ashley's guess. Just repeat a word I say. Posh fish. Posh fish. Close. Sophisticated. Ah, that was good. That was good. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you made it to the dad joke, we love you the mostest. Write us your story. Send in your tearing it it ups. We need more tearing it ups desperately. And we will talk to you guys in the next episode. Love you. Bye. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. (laughs) I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there-fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.